Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Unwiring Minds. This is Raquel Pazbergia, your host, and today Dr. Garland will be with joining us to explain how tall puppy syndrome um, comes to be and how people can overcome it. So thank you so much, Dr. Garland, for being here, and I'll let you get right to it. Hello, Raquel. Thank you for having me on your show. My name is Doug Garland. I'm a retired orthopedic surgeon from Southern California. I spent 37 years living there and was a clinical professor of orthopedic surgery at the University of Southern California, as well as in private practice. During my tenure, I published over 110 scientific peer-reviewed articles and became aware of the tall poppy syndrome at that time. Once I retired, I decided to research the subject, which ended in a book entitled The Tall Poppy Syndrome, The Joy of Cutting Others Down. This book has over 600 citations and I think is the definitive work on the tall poppy syndrome. I begin my research by looking for the origin of the tall poppy syndrome, which begins in ancient Greece. Herodotus described the tall poppy syndrome. It used, he used wheat heads instead of poppies. Socrates was actually an example of the tall poppy syndrome when he drank the hemlock. Lemby, Levy, the great Roman historian, was the first to describe poppies themselves. The example, example came from Tarquin the Proud. The Roman kingdom was founded in 750 BC. Tarquin the Proud was the last of the kings. He conquered the adjacent town next to him. He sent his son Sextus to rule it. Sextus was having a difficult time ruling his city. He sent a messenger back to Tarquin asking him what to do. Tarquin went to a field of poppies and lopped off the tall heads. The messenger went back to Sextus and told him what had happened. And Sextus knew immediately what to do, which was to kill the rulers who disagreed with him. Sextus would then rape one of the members of the city. Her husband happened to be a soldier, and he would enlist the help of Brutus, who was the nephew of Tarquin the Proud, and they would eventually overthrow the kingdom. Sextus himself would be tall poppied, and Tarquin would be chased into exile. This would ruin. This would end the Roman kingdom, and democracy would be started. The first thing I learned about the tall poppy syndrome is that you don't have to be tall to be tall poppied. This I call peer-to-peer tall poppy syndrome. It is driven by envy. Good envy is emulating someone with good behavior or habits. Bad envy is coveting something that someone else has and wanting it or actually wanting to destroy their happiness. 
It, office, it is often found in low self-esteem people. Anger and jealousy are also emotional components found in the cutter in the tall poppy peer-to-peer -peer syndrome. This syndrome is very, very common. It is found in families. It is found in neighborhoods. It is found in your schools. And most often it is found in your place of work as you climb the ladder of success. The second form of tall poppy syndrome is the true tall poppy or what I call public tall poppy syndrome. We have many, many tall poppies in America. They are often high profile groups and, and, and include people from Hollywood, the news media, sports, CEOs, and especially politicians. I've labeled their actions to be cut down for justification reaches reasons as egregious. This egregious behavior is most commonly driven by pride, just as Tarquin the Proud was, and it's also driven by lust, which is what Sextus had, and it's also driven by greed, which Tarquin also had. So the very emotions that drive public tall poppy syndrome were found in the original description by Livy. Once the tall poppies are cut down, people frequently experience schadenfreude. S-C-H-A-D-E-N-F-R-U-E-U-D-E. -E -E. Schadenfreude is two words, good and harm in German. And what happens is people feel good when someone else has pain. This is also driven by envy. All these emotions are found in the seven deadly sins, envy, anger, pride, lust, and greed. The other two are gluttony and laziness which are not encountered. But if one remembers these seven deadly sins, one can frequently remember the causes of the tall poppy syndrome, both in the cutter, who cuts people down, and in the tall poppy, who is cut down by justification through their egregious behavior. Just because you are not are cut down does not necessarily mean it's the end of the world. Many peer-to-peer -peer and public tall poppies are cut down. This often causes a period of self-reflection and then improvement in the person's bad behavior. One of the more recent famous tall poppy syndrome is the incidents at our last academy. Chris Rock was cut down by Will Smith. Will Smith had evidence of pride as well as anger, and he also sought revenge. Revenge has a saying, if you seek revenge, dig two graves. Frequently the 
person that seeks revenge um, ends up worse than the person he sought revenge on. This certainly happened in the Hollywood episode. Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. Chris Rock didn't have a response, which the public rewarded him for. People found Will Smith's behavior egregious, and to a certain extent, some of the public, some corporations, have cut Will Smith down. In the end, Will Smith will probably grow from this episode and become a better person. The tall poppy syndrome is in all countries, in all periods of time. When I found it in Japan, for example, they're saying as the tall nail gets pounded down. When I found it in Holland, their saying was, the tall tree captures all the wind. The Nordic countries have a different law. They have the law of Jante, J-A-N-T-E. This involves 10 rules on how not to grow tall. In the end, the tall poppy syndrome is present in America. I felt it was more present than in all other countries and that it is just unrecognized. Thank you for allowing me to to discuss the tall poppy syndrome. Thank you so much, Dr. Garland, for being able to share all of that information with our listeners. I personally think that I will be taking this into consideration, and I think that every one of our listeners should do that too. Um, Please go ahead and go to the polls, to the Q&A, and answer the quick question, because that way we can really see what people out there are thinking. Thank you, Dr. Garland, again for joining us. And thank you to all the listeners of Unwiring Minds for being active members of our community and listening to these wonderful pieces of advice provided by professionals. Thank you again, and I will see you next time.